When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Badger fans, and welcome to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. As always, Tyler Hunt here covering everything Wisconsin athletics. On today's show, we've got a couple quick news stories to get to. Of course, the NBA draft of this past week. We'll talk about Johnny Davis and his new home. We'll talk about some other updated uh, news stories for Wisconsin basketball. And then in the back of the show, we'll have three new football commits. One we kind of talked about last week. We thought he was going to be a commit. And then, of course, Shortly after recording, he officially announced it. So we've talked about Jace Arnold a little bit already, but we'll get into him and two other commits that have happened uh, for Wisconsin football since the last recording. So recruiting continuing to be uh, something that Wisconsin is having a really strong um, few weeks in, and it seems like two, three commits a week for the for the entire month of June right now. So really a nice month of June for the Badgers on the recruiting front. But we'll get to that in the back of the show. Probably a shorter episode, not a lot of other stuff happened this week, but uh, that's okay. We'll get to some news before we get into some football recruiting. We'll start with the brief piece of news surrounding Dana Retke. She was announced as the Big Ten Athlete of the Year. I mean, at this point, what more can you say about the career that she put together at Wisconsin and over the course of the Big Ten? Uh, both her and Johnny Davis, or uh, Retke and Johnny Davis were named UW Athletes of the Year. I think those were pretty obvious choices when you look at um, the men's and women's size who really dominated their sport and, and brought a lot to UW both on and off the court. But for Dana Retke to be named the Big Ten Female Athlete of the Year just adds to the <laughs> incredibly long list of, of accolades that she put together. I mean, when you talk about Mount Rushmore of Wisconsin athletes, she absolutely should be a face up on there. But even Big Ten athletes with all the accolades that she got over the course of her career and finished it off, of course, with the national championship this past year, just... It's, it's hard to top uh, the, the career list of accolades that she put together. So congrats to her um, and, and congrats to Johnny Davis as well as being UW Athletes Name of the Year. Very high honor uh, for those two as they both move on to the next portions of their career, which transitions us very nicely into Johnny Davis's future career. Um, so, of course, as you know, the NBA draft was this past week. Johnny Davis did end up going top 10. Uh, I know a lot of people thought maybe the New York Knicks, the Charlotte Hornets, he actually ended up as a Washington Wizard, and I think that's a really nice fit for Johnny Davis. When you look at the Wizards, kind of been a team that's, how do you say it politely, a dumpster fire for a long time. Either a team that was kind of teetering in that eight, that middle range of the NBA, maybe an eight seed, or just having really brutal years, kind of never really had the official teardown. Um, always tried to maybe add some pieces. You had Bradley Beal, you had all these other pieces. I think now you can look at the Wizards and say, okay, you know, they got a top 10 pick. They made their pick. We can tear some other things down around to try and build around that. And to see Johnny Davis is kind of be 
one of that focal points is, is really, really nice. Uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. And I, I think it's cool that he went to a place that was maybe uh, off the off the beaten path of the NBA um, in terms of organizations. Like I said, Washington Wizards have just kind of been irrelevant in the NBA circle for, for years now. Just uh, a team that was kind of in that middle ground and it's almost... That's the worst area to be in. Is is that either you know really bad and in, in, in that in between or lottery pick type section? And if you don't hit on some players in those drafts, uh, it, it can really add up over the course of the years. And I think you've kind of seen that with the Washington Wizards. So hopefully Johnny Davis can go there, bring some new energy, um, and, and hopefully um, give the Wizards kind of the the spark that they need because it seems like an organization that is really um, hoping to have some more future success right now. So. We'll see um, you know, what else they do around him, but I, I think it's a really nice piece to pick up uh, for Johnny Davis, and I'm excited to see what he can do uh, out in D.C. for the rest of his uh, NBA career. Speaking of basketball now, we've got some other quick stories for the basketball front. Um, we'll talk about the ACC Big Ten Challenge, which was announced. Uh, the field was announced for who will be taking on who this past week as well. Wisconsin set to take on Wake Forest. Um, if you remember the Dukes-Mayo Bowl, these two teams squared off. Now one out, square off again in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, which is a nice matchup when you look at Wake Forest basketball. They were a team that went 25-10 and 10 last season. Um, was kind of a team right on the bubble for a long portion of the season. Did not end up making the NCAA tournament. Um, went on to the NIT, where I believe um, they won a couple games and, and went a little bit deeper into the tournament. But Wake Forest will be an interesting matchup. It looks like they've kind of had a lot of roster turnover heading into next year, similar to what Wisconsin will have. It looks like six new players and all um, joining up Wake Forest and their new team. So these two teams, while had somewhat successful seasons a year ago, going to look very different next year with Wisconsin without Johnny Davis. And uh, some other players, and of course Wake Forest, what it sounds like, uh, almost a complete roster overhaul to see where they're at. So that will be an interesting matchup for the Badgers. Of course, you've already talked about some other you know, conference games and how those will play out. But the ACC Big Ten Challenge is always a good one. Um, and, and I think Wisconsin kind of got, got a good draw of the last few years. They've had some tough games in there. And you look at, in terms of matchup and intrigue, Wake Forest is one that is, is a very winnable, especially at home uh, at the Kohl Center for Wisconsin. The Wake Forest will be traveling to the Cole Center, so that'd be a nice uh, game uh, for the Badgers in that non-conference schedule. You look at the the rest of the ACC Big Ten Challenge, some exciting games. You've got uh, Michigan State traveling to Notre Dame. That's more of a game that you probably get more excited about on the football field. You've got Virginia at Michigan, two teams that have had very successful you know runs over the past you know, five, ten years in terms of basketball. Rutgers at Miami, interesting one there. Uh, Purdue at Florida State, those two teams again, you know, strong programs for the last few years. And then the top two, North Carolina at Indiana. Always a really good matchup with those two teams. Um, you, of course, just a ton of basketball history there for um, for them. And then, of course, at the top, you've got the Duke, Duke, Duke Blue Devils excuse me, um, taking on Ohio State at home. So that should be a really interesting one there as well. But overall, it's always fun to play these ACC Big Ten Challenge games. Um, hopefully the Big Ten can once again uh, have a strong showing in that and, and pick up a couple games and improve. Um, that they're uh, a strong conference heading into March. I know it doesn't seem like it's a big deal at the time, but the more wins you put together over that collective conference, it can kind of help people power structure which conference is, is playing well and, and which one um, is is maybe a little, which one's superior in a way on that college basketball front. 
All right, up next in terms of news, we've got some recruiting updates for Wisconsin basketball as well. Uh, first up, Garrick Norman took his official visit to Wisconsin. Sounds like things went well. A nice uh, piece for them, of course, a guy that's kind of skyrocketed up uh, Wisconsin's board. They're really looking closely at him as part of that class. Sounds like he's considering a couple other schools in Missouri and Texas, of course, from um, the state of Texas. So might be a little harder to pry him away, but to get him on campus for an official visit certainly means that things are, are serious. We'll see how that ends up playing out over the course of the rest of his recruitment. A guy that's still probably a little bit of ways away from a decision. We talk about, you know, right now we're seeing 2023 football commits kind of going off left and right basketball you might see that a little bit later and it's obviously far fewer uh, commits that, that that make their decision and announcement so this is certainly a player that Wisconsin has as, as one of their top of the board guys it's a guy that you know his his recruitment has continued to take off he's, he's got a lot more offers over the past you know couple months or so continues to build and build and build and I would not expect that to slow down so hopefully uh, Wisconsin put on a good visit and and you know, from his Twitter account, it looks like he enjoyed it. Um, There's a lot of pictures tweeted out. He said it was a lot of fun, had a blast. Actually, grew up a Wisconsin fan a little bit, and Sam Decker was one of his favorite college athletes in basketball. So, if you're looking for a player that maybe could come to Wisconsin, if you grew up a Badger fan, grew up a big Sam Decker fan, that's uh, enough pull for you, hopefully, moving forward here. So, we'll see. Going to come down to likely those other schools, as I mentioned, you know, kind of in that Austin area out of Texas. They'll certainly be in the mix. Missouri and it sounds like Oklahoma State, um, although he does not have an official visit um, or official final list for those four schools. But it does seem like those are the four, at least in contention right now. But a really talented wing that Wisconsin will certainly could benefit from. They've, they've recruited some bigs, but a six foot six wing, um, a guy that can attack, attack with the dribble, but also pull back and shoot. Um, kind of has the full arsenal in his game offensively is a really nice pickup for the, the Badgers if they can land him. Up next in terms of basketball recruiting news, a uh, big one in the 2024 class four-star power forward, small forward Cooper Cock out of Peoria, Illinois, announced his commitment to Iowa last week. Wisconsin, Purdue were in the mix. He was kind of considering all three of them. It seemed like it could have gone Either way, um, but his dad did play for the Iowa Hawkeyes, so it seemed like it was likely going to end up in the uh, on the Hawkeyes' favor. And of course, he did announce that um, this past week that he'll be going there. So that certainly changes things for the 2024 class. Again, a long ways away, but he's made his decision. We'll see if if um, Wisconsin somehow continues to keep a relationship with him and pulls him away. But it seems like that one is pretty much a done deal. Um, that Cooper Cock will be ending up as a Iowa. Hawkeye um, and, and playing. I mean, he makes he, he makes a lot of sense for that system. He fits in there really well. So not a lot of surprise when you talk about family ties. It's a lot of it's it's very hard to pull kids away from that. And if they feel that's the right fit, then more power to them for for ending up and finding the place that they um, want to go to. So it seems like Wisconsin will have to. They, they've got some other offers out in the 2024. Riley Burgess um, was one that we talked about most recently. Um, so there's other offers in there. Of course, this was kind of a top of the board guy that they wanted to land, but um, a, a guy that they could, there's, there's certainly other players out there that they've got circled as well. And, and now that likely uh, makes those players a little bit more of a focal point for Wisconsin moving forward. All right, that's all I've got for you in terms of basketball news and any other updates. But before we get on to our next uh, football stuff and get into some football recruiting, I've got to talk to you guys about homefieldapparel.com. Make sure to go over and check them out. They're in the middle of big new Saturday, season four. Last week, they dropped a really nice Washington State collection. 
just kind of following suit with you know heater after heater in terms of these collections that they continue to drop. Um, so you go ahead, you can still sign up for Big New Saturday Season 4 and get a t-shirt from the rest of the collection, heavily discounted on nearly 40% off in terms of if you were to buy the shirt off the website or be have it be a part of Big New Saturday Season 4. So this upcoming week though, they will be dropping the Nebraska Cornhuskers, of course not a team that most of these listeners care for in any way, shape, or form. Um, so still sign up. Maybe you can skip this first week. Um, they do allow you usually one skip in the big new Saturday season four, or maybe you, um, have some sort of connection in Nebraska or a family member, something. I know a lot of you Badger fans listen to this probably don't need a Nebraska corn Oscar shirts, but I can guarantee you if you do, um, the, the collection will likely be just as great as they ha- as the last few weeks have been. While Nebraska may not be a team that we love in our hearts, the t-shirts do, uh, the, the brief, looks that we've got um, from their home field uh, apparel uh, Twitter account. It's, all of them look pretty quality, so I'd make me maybe check it out, see if there's a cool shirt in there, and if not, you can always maybe skip the week um, and then sign up and, and make sure to knock out the rest of this collection. So go over to their homefieldapparel.com and get started on Big New Saturday Season 4 or shop the Wisconsin Collection or the various other schools that they have on the site. All right, let's go ahead and get into some football recruiting. As I talked about at the front of the show, another week, another two, three commits. It seems like every week over the course of uh, the month of June, Wisconsin picked up two, three commits, which is huge for the Badgers on that recruiting cycle. This class is really starting to take take form. Um, The first one we'll talk about, we talked about a little bit last week on the show, is Jace Arnold, the cornerback out of Marriott, Georgia. Really a talented corner, a guy that they really were very high on. As I mentioned last week, it was it was between Wisconsin and North Carolina. He had a decision coming shortly after the podcast um, came out. He made it official, and we kind of talked that it seemed like it was going to be Wisconsin, um, but until you saw that official announcement from him, we weren't really sure. But when you look at him, a, a guy like Jace Arnold, you know, he's he's the top of the class right now in terms of two four seven composite rating. He's the highest ranking player, so a really nice pickup for them. You know, a fringe, you know. 247 has him as a four-star. The composite has him as a three-star. But either way, to be the highest-ranked player at a position that you generally don't recruit, like there's, there's no doubt that Wisconsin does recruit it all right, and they've, they've landed three-star kids consistently at that position. But it's generally from you know the South Florida area, places that they kind of have established pipeline. Here, going into Georgia and winning uh, you know a fringe four-star kid is, is not something Wisconsin really – has done a ton of in the past. So I think this is not only a nice pickup for the Badgers on the football field in terms of the player that they've got, but also a nice win to go into a place that you maybe don't have a super strong footprint in, in the state of Georgia, which is uh, you know a hotbed of football talent, and, and pick off a player to come and play in the Big Ten. Sometimes when you grow up in SEC country, it's hard to get a player to, to come out of there. And of course, he was considering Big Ten or an ACC school, but it's a really nice win, and hopefully Wisconsin can continue to make some inroads in a non-traditional recruiting area for them. I said, very talented player, big, tall, physical corner, guy that maybe could help in special teams as well. Seems to really fit um, the system that Hank Poteet is, is kind of looking for. Uh, it makes a ton of sense. And now Wisconsin, we'll, we'll see if they take any more corners in this class. You've got you know a couple now. You've got a couple safeties. You're really set in terms of defensive back. I know they need some depth at that position when you look at this upcoming year, you're likely playing a lot of grad transfers. You had a couple depart from this past season. So you need to start building some depth at that cornerback room. We've had some transfers out as well. So 
This is a, a really nice get for the Badgers in terms of Jace Arnold, but won't spend too much time on him because I know we kind of talked about him as a quote-unquote commit um, on the show last week, but I wanted to make sure to mention that because he finally made it official shortly after the podcast came out. All right, we've talked a little bit about the class. You know, last week we did the 2023 class rundown, kind of talked about what positions they've done well at, where they need to address more. And one of the areas that we talked about of Wisconsin needing to start landing some players was in the trenches, both defensively and offensively. And sure enough, after that came out, Wisconsin went out and landed a defensive lineman and an offensive lineman to their 2023 class. Um, the first one we'll talk about is Jamel Howard. He committed to Wisconsin this past week, the number 12 player in the 2023 uh, 2023 cycle. He's a three-star defensive lineman from the Chicago land area. He's a big player. I mean, out of Chicago, he pledged his commitment. He had a, he had a, he's, he's not one of the higher-ranking players in terms of um, the guys in the class. Kind of recruited by some smaller schools. Home state, Illinois, seemed to be in the mix. But he also had a lot of MAC offers. Akron, Ball State, Central Michigan, Kent State, Miami. He had an Iowa State offer, as well as a Western Michigan offer, and Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin, of course, ended up winning out. And I, I think he's really a guy that could be really good for Wisconsin here to build some depth at that nose tackle position. You look at him six foot three right now, 320 pounds in high school. Um, so he's going to be a guy that's going to come in and, and he's not one of those. You know, we talk about it a lot on the show, which guy is going to be an, a defensive end, which guy is going to be a nose tackle, which guy could be small enough to maybe develop into an edge rusher in the three, four system. This one, you know, Jamal Howard's going to come in. Jamal Howard is going to be a nose tackle um, with where he's at. And that makes a lot of sense that Wisconsin would, would try to pick up a nose tackle in this class. Um, you've got Keanu Benton, who's likely gone after this upcoming year. Behind him, you've got, you're going to need some, um, some depth there right now. You've got Curtis Neal, uh, who's, of course, your uh, nose tackle from this past class. But you really need to you know, probably land... Um, a couple guys that you feel that could play that position, maybe one each class and, and feel good about it. So you likely have that here in Jamel Howard for this 2023 group. Um, I, I think he's a guy that you know, just look big, you know, six foot three, 320 pounds, 320 pounds, big player, guy that could just take on blocks and allow the other players around him to make plays. You know, you, you talk about the nose tackle in Wisconsin system. Keanu Benton's kind of an exception to the rule where there's times where he's making plays left and right. A lot of times the the work goes unnoticed at that nose tackle position because you're just simply um, taking out blocks and, and, and trying to stuff the run. Uh, and that's kind of what Jamel Howard looks like in terms of his huddle plays. Um, guy that is certainly strong, certainly big, and just takes on a, a lot of a lot of blockers, but also makes some really nice tackles. He's got a good first step, um, good strength, kind of good burst. So we'll see how he develops at Wisconsin. It, it's it's kind of interesting that he wasn't a little bit more highly recruited. You know, when you look at the tape, um, it, it does seem to me that maybe Wisconsin picked up a, a nice little gem here, a guy that could have certainly went and, and probably been uh, a very high-ranking uh, commit for a MAC school. But when you look at Wisconsin in terms of the class rankings, you can only take that for, for so much. He's, he's one of the lower-rated prospects, but I think he's a guy, a guy that, you know, a ton of potential for Wisconsin as he moved forward here. And I, I think the really interesting portion here is that Wisconsin has now went in and got four players from the state of Illinois to, to commit to Wisconsin. you got Tyler Jancy, fellow defensive lineman Roger Pierce, and defensive back Justin Taylor. All four of them, you know, had a school. Like, in-state Illinois really tried to make some inroads with some of these kids um, and all ended up at Wisconsin. All, you know, three of them, 
um, are, are are close to you know that Chicagoland area. So I think that makes a lot of sense. The Badgers are are certainly recruiting hard in that area. You know, it's so close to Madison. It makes a lot of sense that the players from that area end up here. Um, but we'll see how the rest of that class shakes out. There is a couple more Illinois prospect, Khalil Tate. One of them is another player Wisconsin's after. We'll see if the Badgers can uh, get those other Illinois guys to put on their recruiting hats and, and see if they can pull a guy like him. But good sign for Wisconsin. A second defensive lineman is always great. To have a, a traditional no, nose tackle there is great as well. Um, you lost out on Ashton Sanders, who committed to Cal. Um, it was another guy that was on the top of their board. So Jamel Howard kind of fills in that piece nicely. And, you know, which one would you prefer? I think both were very talented. It seemed like Sanders was going to be a guy that was going to Cal um, just based on, you know, the 247 predictions, the way it leaned. So to get um, a guy from the Midwest, Jamel Howard is, is a nice pickup for there as well. All right, switching gears to the other side of the line. Wisconsin was also very focused on trying to get some offensive linemen commits in this 2023 class only one thus far and you knew that there's there's certainly some big names out there um one that personally i did not expect wisconsin to to win out one is actually one of the players that committed and that's three-star offensive tackle christopher Tarek out of the state of illinois another player there as i just i didn't even mention him um in that last blur but another player out of the state of illinois um and this is a really nice pickup for wisconsin for a multitude of reasons which we'll get into Firstly, they needed to address the trenches. There's a couple other names out there that Wisconsin's certainly after. But I, I really didn't think that Wisconsin was going to win out um, uh, on this one in Christopher Tarek. It seemed like he was, you know, for the longest time, if you pay attention to recruiting and, and kind of look at their profiles, he had a Iowa 247 crystal ball prediction in there for, for, for months, weeks. Uh, and and just continue. it seemed like it was a done deal that the Iowa Hawkeyes were going to win out there. Um, Illinois was also in the mix as well. Michigan offered him as well. It seemed like he was going to end up somewhere in the Big Ten, which is, I think, the second really big reason why it's nice to see Wisconsin won this one out because he flipped him from you know being predicted to go to Iowa, a Big Ten West rival, also flipped you know He could have been to Illinois, could have went to Michigan, ended up at Wisconsin. That's about as, as good as you can do. So he did take four official visits to those schools in Iowa, Illinois, Michigan, Wisconsin. And as I said, it seemed like Iowa was a done deal, but Wisconsin must have really put on a good show um, for, for him to move forward. And he announced his commitment on Wednesday morning. And I, I think this is a player that really has the potential to be a, a big piece for Wisconsin, both literally, <laughs> literally and figuratively. I mean, literally, he, he stands at six foot six, 295 pounds. If you go and watch his huddle tape, he looks almost, I don't want to say out of place, but he looks out of place because he's just so much bigger. Um, and more physical than a lot of the players he's going up against. Um, the size really stands out. The physicality stands out at the line of scrimmage. Um, and I think when you look at him, three-star kid, uh, certainly looks like he could use some polishing, but I think you come to Wisconsin, Bob Bostad, one of the great offensive line coaches in the country, and he'll be taking that role back on this year. And I think you could see him develop into something really nicely. I mean, you've got the frame, which is, is a huge part of – of getting a, a lineman started, you know this guy—he's a guy that's going to come in. He's going to sit for a year. He's going to learn the system. He's going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger, and he's going to develop in this program. So it's really um, not something that you're going to look at and say, "Okay, well, well where is he going to be at immediately in his career?" That's not going to happen. He's going to come in and, and be able to learn, develop, and and I think 
based on the, the framework that he's already got to start with, I think there's a fairly nice chance he could develop into a very good player for the Badgers, but we'll have to see how he moves forward. And, and I think it's a, a nice pickup for Wisconsin just to have another offensive lineman body in there already. Now that makes two offensive linemen for this class and, and quite a few others still on the board. Uh, of course, the attention now kind of turns to three-star offensive lineman Joe Crocker uh, out of Nashville, who's a, a very top prospect for um, the Badgers. He announced his top three list, and was it's Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Mississippi State. He has not announced a commitment date quite yet, but we'll see if the Badgers can pick up another piece in that 2023 offensive lineman puzzle because I, I think you really... That's a guy you want to land. Christopher Tarek is a huge one to flip, as I mentioned, for a multitude of reasons. He was—he looked like he was going to be a Big Ten West rival. You flip him over here to school, he was going to end up in the Big Ten somewhere. To end up at Wisconsin is huge. Um, and then just a really, I think, a, a possible really good prospect for the Badgers moving forward here. So a nice, exciting get, kind of a surprise get for Wisconsin. But those are the ones that can really bolster a class. You look at the guys that, you know, 247, kind of has you as warm or projects it and seems like it done fit. This was not one of them. It seemed like Iowa was the favorite for so many for such a long time. And then all of a sudden, you know, three, four, five different um, predict projections came in um, for Tarek to go to Wisconsin. So something clearly flipped for him. And uh, I think uh, it's a nice pickup for the Badgers. And, and hopefully they can continue to have this positive momentum going into July. As you like, to, as I said at the beginning, you've had now multiple weeks of two, three commits a week this 2023 class and they're continuing to see the benefits of of kind of the the offers that they've thrown out um over the you know previous five six months when the recruiting department was kind of getting itself together to to make a big push this is what you envision and so far they've done a great job of of making sure um to, to kind of reap the benefits of, of the groundwork that they laid so kudos to the wisconsin recruiting department for getting some of that done all right, guys, as I mentioned, kind of a shorter episode, just getting you caught up on some of the news. Um, we'll have, if there's anything more that breaks, we'll have another episode later this week, but likely another one again next week. We've got some fun stuff in the works for you in the future. We'll have likely our college road trip coming up here soon that we do each and every year. Um, Drew and possibly have Matt back on to do so if he's, uh, if he's available. Um, and then we'll have uh, some other stuff that I, I can't talk about too much yet, but plenty of exciting stuff. Um, I know right now we're kind of in the dead zone of, of college football and, and really college basketball. You're kind of just focusing in on recruiting, which thankfully has been going really well. So it gives us something to talk about as we move forward here. But um, the podcast, I'm sure, will be jumping soon. And before you know it, it'll be college football season. For those of you that you know, read your season previews, your Athlons, your Phil Steele magazines, I'm sure um, you've been digging into those and you know that the season is, is getting closer and closer. So thank you guys, as always, for sticking with me and listening to the podcast on Wisconsin.